Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Let's Talk podcast with me, your host Sagrika. Okay, so before getting into the episode, I want to tell you guys that yes, I have been a little MIA for the past couple of weeks. I feel like I've just been trying to kind of figure out my life in terms of when I'm returning to university, what's the best time to go back and everything. Because like, for those of you who've been following me for a while know that I've been back home in Nigeria for a year now, literally. And at first, it was amazing. Like, I loved being back home with family, just like being home and getting that vibes but now I feel like it's getting a little too much and personally I feel like I'm in my comfort zone and you know guys like good things happen like you grow only outside your comfort zone so I feel like it's time for me to actually get back now time for me to go back start school be with friends in the U.S. but I just feel like right now going back in this in the middle of the semester personally I don't think that's for me just because like I need to be mentally prepared so I feel like the best time for me to go back is actually August. So like after a week of like preparing and like just talking to parents and stuff about it, I realized that August is the best time to go back because I just like organization and planning and all of that stuff. So that's for me. And I realized that the best way to kind of live my life in Nigeria right now is to just make the most out of the time I'm getting and just kind of, you know, appreciating the little things. So that's a little about me, a little update. And now actually getting to today's episode, guys, on the show we have with us Sarah Coponat, who is a composer, a pianist, a singer, and a songwriter. So we have a full package here with us today. And for all my artists listening, you guys better listen properly because she has some good tips for us today. I'm so excited about today's episode because I was just talking to Sarah about this, that I've never really had an artist on the show before. And I know so many people at this stage in life, I feel like they're still trying to figure out like how to enter the entertainment world, how to kind of figure out your passion and like how to like just, you know, getting the basics right. So for all my musicians out there, stay tuned because today Sarah's going to tell us everything she learned about her journey, the ups and downs, the do's and don'ts and everything. So without me talking too much, let's just dive into the episode because I have so many questions to ask Sarah today. I am Sagrika, your host at the Let's Talk podcast. On this podcast, I invite students to discuss topics that are essential to student life. And I believe listening to others and their stories is a great way to find yourself in the journey. So please join me with learning something new in every episode we have. Thank you for being a part of this community. I'm happy you're here. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for being with us. I'm so happy you could make it. (laughs) Hey, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to share. Of course. Thank you. So, Sarah, before we started this episode, you told me last week that you had a driving class. Tell me about that first. How was that? Yeah. (laughs) I think it went well. (laughs) It went well? I'm having my driving license a little little bit late, right? (laughs) But But I'm a little bit late, but better now than you yeah that's fine yes no because when you told me you had like your driving classes I was like oh my god I'm so excited because like I know I wanted to start driving in like December and now we're in March and I still haven't learned anything just because I've been so lazy I've been so lazy oh yeah oh it's so cool you should totally start driving it's amazing you you become free you know yeah no, that freedom 
I need that, especially when you don't have to depend on anyone. You know, you can do your own thing. You chill on your own. Just go out for a drive. Exactly. I love that. Buy your own ice cream. Yes, I love that. No, of course. So, Sarah, going right into the episode, tell us more about you, your background, where you grew up, and who is Sarah for the people who don't know you. Okay, so I'm French, and uh, I'm, I'm a pianist, as you said, and a singer. I studied at the National Conservatory of Music in France. Classical piano, and I also uh, it took me it took me a while to figure out I was gonna do music only, right? And so I studied math and physics for four years, <laughs> and then I have um, wow, <laughs> I have a, a low a low um, uh, a low master degree, uh, business low master degree, but it doesn't have anything to do with music, right? So uh, I actually started doing music full time two years. Uh, it's my second year now. So one year ago, one year and a half ago, kind of, and uh, with my brother. Yeah. And so I, what's actually, I, it's funny because you talked uh, how lockdown forced you to kind of stay in your comfort zone, right? And for me, it was the total opposite. Opposite because uh, when lockdown started, I was like, music was about uh, playing in venues, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, these kind of things. So it's totally stopped, right? And uh, that's when I started streaming, live streaming on Twitch. Uh, maybe you, you heard about it. It's like, yeah. yeah. And uh, so a whole new world opened, right? <laughs> and, and today uh, I'm mostly streaming all the time, right? So yeah. uh, totally changed my views on performance and everything. When you're an, uh, an artist and you, you think you need to get signed, right, on a label, for example, that it's the only way or something. And, but today you have all the tools to build your own audience online. And you don't need, you know, uh, a label or huge promotion. You can just go out there and live stream and build an audience there mm -hmm. and be on every platform and everything, right? So that's what um, we are doing uh, with my brother right now. Spotify, on Twitch, and uh, on, you know, all the platforms uh, used, like Bandcamp. Uh, just before quarantine, uh, we had like a tour planned in China. And so it was, it was, it was totally crazy because like we, we had uh, no Spotify, you know, we were like, we had no presence online. We were just starting out, right? Uh, the, the tour manager wanted us to like do some covers and, you know, uh, be like the, represent the French uh, music in China, right? And that would have been amazing, but this is not really uh, me as an artist, right? And so um, what's great about uh, figuring things out on your own is that you get to figure out who you are, right? And what you want the world to think about you, you know? And it's not in, like you, 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 don't, you, you don't know that, right? Until you've tried and you, you've been there and, you know, you've played and played for people and tried different things. And then you know kind of like what feels more like you. And so that's, I think, what this year was about for me more, like uh, figuring out uh, what artistic direction I'm taking, right? Um, so, yeah. 
lockdown helped a lot. So the quarantine really like started your journey then you would say like quarantine really yeah. helped you figure out like what you wanted to do. This is amazing and this is like the freedom you you have this like you're totally free to try out everything when you're not signed right and so so with uh if you use all those platforms right uh you can totally try out everything yeah don't wait for the right time don't wait for the perfect time like if you want something you want to know more about it just go get it yeah yeah don't wait to be ready like i think the one of the things I learned this year is like never wait to be ready to start doing something. When I started streaming, I was not ready at yeah. all. Like I, I, I almost I was shaking before the streams, you know. <laughs> like yeah. and before like and even when I agreed to do this tour in China, I was not ready, you know. And, and so you have to go out there, right? And 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 you know, do the best you can, but don't wait to be ready. Yeah, totally. Agreed. exactly tell me more about twitch like how does that work because i was stalking your instagram and you're literally live streaming like every other day how does that platform work like something that, yeah something that i was introduced to i think like two weeks ago was clubhouse and i'm still not even aware of how clubhouse works but twitch i think is more for musicians more about like interacting with people like i don't know how it works but like tell me more about twitch yeah oh twitch is amazing well twitch is uh at first it was for gamers right So um, and then recently, it uh, it like uh, a lot of musicians came there, chess players. You have a lot of different kind of people, and uh, you basically have your own channel, right? It's like a TV channel, right? And you you live stream, and people comment, come back to your streams, and you you build little by little a community there of people who will come back and become like some kind of your. Uh, family yeah family and real fans you know like they, they will purchase oh. everything you have to sell they will stream your music on spotify they will try to help you out you they, they're they're like very um active uh, uh fans right and this is what this is uh, extremely right. valuable even for like uh, uh industry people when they look at this they see an audience that's uh, very uh Uh, you know, um, connected to the artist and very respon responsive. And uh, so um, Twitch is about like building a community. So you come back, you have to be there. If you It's like building a community on Instagram, right? So like that, but on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. And you get to respond uh, live, right? To comments. So uh, you, you really do build a bond with everyone. Exactly. And... Uh, And also, so it's it changes completely the way you 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 li you leave the performance, right? Because because you're you're having the applause mm -hmm. kind of and all the comments uh, on live live right while you're playing, you know, like not at the end of each performance. So it's it's always uh, happening, and people mm -hmm. are even chatting together and they get so it's simultaneously, yeah, simultaneously. exactly. And this is amazing right it's crazy and recently actually we had like uh i improvised a lot on streams and we record like the whole stream was recorded and we we did an album out of the stream and so it was like uh if we shared like some kind of magical journey you know like you know what i mean like like a, a special moment right and we could record it and sell it as an album yeah and It's it's amazing because you you never think you can do an album like this, right? It's uh, like live, and so people so people like, 
Wow. And the good thing is you always have people giving you feedback. You always have people giving you feedback. You always have people to tell you what to do, what not to do. And that's always helpful. They're extremely helpful. They are even trying to like uh, find ways to, to help me out, you know, like to plan some tours. Uh, like they're amazing, amazing. It's like, it's like if you were your own team, you know? There's some some of them. Would you say you've had like that support from your friends and family in your music music career? Have you had that support from friends and family? I, I love I love that you asked that because you ex exactly what I was gonna say is that I found the the understanding. How do you say like the uh, all this connection connection? Yes, I found this connection more with those people online. Uh, than with friends or family, you know, because like, uh, like they really yeah. dive into your world and want to know you, want they to understand like, they what you're doing. Yeah, they fall in love with your music and they really get uh, what you're putting out there, right? Like they, they feel the emotions, they, they, they get to know who you are uh, as a person, as an artist. It's all related. It's not just the artistic part, it's everything. And you grow with them, so they're they're really part of the journey. It's more like a journey you 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 get to share. It's more than a channel, you know, like where you would appear and disappear. It's, yes. So, so I have I feel very like uh, yeah connected more even more than with uh, the people I can see, you know, like meet and uh, who would maybe not get. Uh, how everything is happening, how what's happening, you know, what it means. So, yeah. And that's totally. the power of social media. Like, you never know who you meet who can help you actually become a better version of yeah. yourself, you know, in the process. Yeah. You, it's crazy how it works. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like it's like a constellation of people, you know? Like, they, some of them become, yeah. become your North Star <laughs> or something, right? And they're always help, helping you out from far away, but they're just right there and <laughs> so it's it's amazing yeah I get that I love that and actually talking about like your path and like Instagram and like how you started on YouTube as well actually I was actually stalking you right and I want, I want to ask <laughs> you like what was that young Sarah like like what was she thinking about oh, yeah. when she started music and like when she was still growing when she didn't know anything mm. about music like what was going on with her yeah well At first, I was very, uh, you know, good student and everything. Uh, <laughs> I was in the piano conservatory, right? So doing classical music uh, in, the, in the fitting right in the box, right? And what uh, happened to me that I, when I was in high school, I was composing a lot. It, it had been years already, but like it, it was taking me all of my time. And uh, I didn't really fit anymore. In, in this box, right, in the conservatory. And, uh, mm. and so I was looking at other, like, places I could have fit, fitted, you know, but, like, it never happened. Like, I, I, I thought I could never find a box where I fit, right? So I thought I should draw my own box, you know? Like, I can, yeah. I, I'm not going to find, like, if I looked at, for example, if we talk about musical genres, Like if I look at if if I look at jazz music, I'm not a jazz player. Like, and if I look at classical music, I'm not a classical musician. And if I look at pop, I'm not into pop either. It's like a mix of everything, you know. And people in the in this industry uh, really like to put mm -hmm. a label on everything, right? So it's um, extremely complicated to meet 
uh, producers and and to explain who you are in three words when you're a mix of so many things and you don't even know you know right so so i was kind of lost and uh i was um I was trying to uh, fit more in the classical side of it, but uh, that's where. But the but it's so 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 uh, you know formal and everything. You have rules. It's it's extremely. It's the establishment, you know. So uh, it was impossible. And at some point, I just dropped out of the conservatory and thought I would just pursue composing my own stuff and see where it goes. And then I I was also, yes, songwriting, right? So um, I started uh, playing in some venues and uh, French French kind of ballads, right? And But uh, I also had some kind of like more soul, like more, like I would sing also in English and it would be more like soul or like pop. So very different from the soft French thing. So it was very complicated to explain because I was like, yeah, I can sing like this, but then like this and people were lost, right? And so yeah. uh, <laughs> like what everyone in the industry told me was you have to pick a side, like pick something and stick to it. Like if you want to do French songs, you do French songs and that's all. If you want to do like uh, pop, you do pop. If you want to do neoclassical, you do neo neoclassical. If you want to do jazz, do jazz, but you, you cannot mix it. But you, but uh, so this thing that was my uh, difficulty, like how to fit, because I have so many uh, facets. So yeah, I don't know, like if it's a word in English. Yeah, uh, it became my strength because the fact that I, wow, yeah, because like, but I, I discovered this very recently thanks to Twitch, uh, also because like uh, on Twitch. Uh, you, I think as an artist, right, you have two, two sides. Y y there is the commercial aspect of it. You have to have a sustainable way of living. You have to, right? A and you have to also uh, find a way to grow and pursue your, per your passion. You know, what's, what's uh, the sparkle of it, right? So, and, and this freedom. And yeah. so this freedom happens on live performances, right? And with Twitch and all of this kind of the, all of these platforms. And the commercial aspect of it, I found it on Spotify and 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 uh, music uh, streaming platforms like Apple Music, everything. So for these platforms, I I looked at the rules mm -hmm. and I tried to follow them to to get in those playlists, you know, and to like. Uh, have uh, a sustainable um, revenue, right? A revenue, a salary with those platforms, right? And like, so we, mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time uh, studying what would, what was working, how how people were succe succeeding in those uh, platforms, uh, in my genre, and I tried to fit in those boxes, thinking this is a commercial aspect of it, right? And then I totally forgot about that on Twitch. Uh, being like mixing everything and not caring, right? And this became my identity uh, as an artist on Twitch and Bandcamp and you know all of those artistic development platforms. Right? Uh, so I I would say it's a very bad advice to if you ha if you are talented in different fields, different genres, it's very bad to just one and forget about everything else it's like if you would like pick just one side of yourself and you say okay let's exactly. just like, waste all of that yes uh, and it's exactly what everyone told me to do and so you should really if you don't know 
and you have too many influences and everything, it's great. It's just because it's like it's it's uh, it's richness. How do you say like uh, you know it's it's just like the more the better, right? Just like you have more to offer. And it, what's great when you have different things to offer is that you attract different people. Exactly, also. and that's so important. Right? Like you, right? Yes, and I like how you mentioned this because like. There's so many people that will tell you, oh, don't do this or just focus on one thing, be the best at that. But at the same time, when like you have this talent of so many more things, why not explore yeah. it? You know, why not look after it and be like, I can be the best yeah, at this. Totally. People are going to tell you to do things a certain way just because society wants it like that. But you have to then follow your heart and see what you're truly good at, you know, and continue doing that because there's no one way of doing things, especially in music. Exactly. Exactly. There's no one way, and also uh, it's what uh, it, you know. It's where there is this sparkle that people will recognize authenticity. The, the, it's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Either you you fit perfectly in the mainstream uh, box, right? Like it's amazing, it's great. And if you don't, then probably people will be uh, attracted by your authenticity and the emotions, and you know your originality uh, so this is extremely yes. important to 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 take care of that and if you if you try to just uh become i mean either you're justin bieber or <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> you don't have to be at the top of your category right but you have to be authentic Exactly. Um, it's extremely important. People recognize that, I'm sure. And now actually getting into getting into the process of composing and songwriting. Firstly, let me tell you, these words are so foreign to me. Like, I don't know what, how this works and like the basics of composing and songwriting <laughs> and all. But like, I would love for you to like walk us through the process of writing one of your songs. How does that look? Does it require some planning or not? Like, how does it go for you? Uh, well, it's chaos. <laughs> 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 I, I um, at the very, very, very first when I started composing, I would actually try to uh, make. I would like study piano for almost five, six, even ten hours a day, and so I was doing wow. a lot of scales and exercises. Yeah, and I I was getting bored by those exercises, right? So I was make I was making up like uh, um, pieces around exercises you know so for one exercise i would like make make a piece a song you know or something right and uh and then of course i didn't do only that but like and then i had like some like when i went to through like uh, the teenage years and everything i had some a lot of things to you know put into my music more than when i was a kid probably <laughs> and so it became a way to only uh, take like express myself Without, like, I was not looking at rules or, like, structure. It was just, uh, you know, like a voice, right, to just express yourself. And now I'm actually, I, if, we, if we talk about Spotify, for example, like the things I will uh, compose for Spotify, for the streaming music platforms, then I have, like, I know structure is important. I will think about that. I will think about the fact that um, uh, amplitude, is important. You have to mm-hmm. you have to think where you want to. Everything works works with playlists right now. So, uh, you you your song has to fit in those playlists. So there are some rules. So you you just kind of uh, think about it when you do it, and 
and and that's all. Um, so, but for my uh, more free artistic projects, I have I don't really have rules. It's more like uh, I will get on the piano and you know play and play and uh, improvise and, and and ideas come up and I, a song happens. Right? It's it's not very. Uh, there is not such a, a precise process. It's more like you look like a maniac on the piano, right? And then you have a song. Right? It's like <laughs> uh, so. I guess uh, I have like so. It's like it's like practice, practice, practice. Yeah, I practiced a lot and then forgot everything. You know, I like this idea, like that you you have to learn all the rules and then you forget everything about it, but and and do your stuff, right? But but you have all of this it's a it's a you know in, in your backpack right and you don't think about it but you have it right it's subconscious right so uh, exactly so it's great to have like to learn everything that should be learned i always try to you know and but to know that it's not a rule like there is no book telling you you should do that you know like like the, all those uh, composing rules i think they're great for like for like uh, thinking you know it's like it's like when you read a book and you say the with this sentence he tried to say this and say this you know with this note and this harmony he tried to say this and this but it's just here to explain it's not like i probably yeah. when he did it he didn't think about that right so i think rules are great to explain afterwards uh, it's great when you want to fit in uh, particular genres, uh, and but but if you want to just you know um, express yourself, you don't need like rules. I don't think so. I love that. And actually, now that we're talking about rules and the process of your songwriting and improvising, like when you're just creating music, let's say, do you think of a message you want to deliver to your audience, or like? What do I want my listeners to feel when they're listening to this piece? Like, do you ever think of those things when creating music? Mm, sometimes I do think about what the audience will think, but most of the time I'm just uh, really expressing myself, you know? But expressing myself and sharing, you know? It's not just expressing myself, because I used to only think it was about expressing yourself. But now that I've started streaming, not, not that I stream and mm. uh, those people are so responsive and so, you know, take everything you give. Uh, so it's very different. Uh, and it's really about sharing uh, the whole point of it. So I do think about I, when I play, when I will perform, I want to share, right? I will want to share. It's not like I'm not just here to express myself. But when I create the song, it's really about me, usually, right? So, um, or I, I, about songs, like with vocals, it's more like, it's different than piano. Piano, it's more like a journey. Like, for example, like, it's all about, it's, it's emotions mixed together, and it's like you're on a big wave, you know, and then there's a charming prince or whatever, I don't know, and there's a wind, and I don't know, <laughs> and, you know? And then uh, and lightning and all right, so it's very epic and but for songs uh, it will be more like I like to think of it as a moment you take and put in some little bottles, right? And those little bottles are the songs, right? Like you just capture um, one emotion at one point, like with one just one perception of 
a, a moment, right? So it's not, uh, it, it doesn't mean this moment and this interpretation w was true even like two hours later, right? Like it was just the moment, right? So you, you just take all of this emotion, what you felt, what you thought about this, uh, like how you went crazy about it. And it doesn't have to be true, you know, but it's just what you felt. And it's like you put it in this song, like a little bottle, right? It's like, and it stays there. Yeah. So it's like, it's like I'm feeling this way and I just want to share it with others. I want to connect yeah. with others through this emotion that I'm feeling. So it's just yeah. a great way to just express yourself. I like that. It's like dance. It's almost like dance. And that's one thing for me. Like, yeah, I, totally like, like dance. I totally agree. Exactly. I started dancing at the age of five and then I left it. I was just like, nah, I'm not doing this anymore. And then I started again in university. And I was like, wait, this was such a good way to just let out everything. It's like journaling even. Just let out everything on a piece of paper, you know? So that yeah. way, like, listen to music, sing, whatever. It's just like letting out, you know, just feeling free inside yeah, I get totally. that. yeah yeah I used to dance a lot also and to me it's totally the same thing like like improvising on the piano and improvising while dancing it's like or dancing mm -hmm. you know with all your heart it's it's the same it's like you you all your body and soul become one channel for the emotion right like yes it's you're not you're not like one arm and one brain it's like everything is just like all together know, right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just emotion uh, lightning wind charming yeah. prince <laughs> no i love that i love that uh, and so yeah about what you said like when you, when you you asked me if, um i think about uh, how people will receive the song when I compose it, I do, I did change about that all uh, in a way where uh, I used to uh, not care about being too personal in the songs, like and putting some details that would be really related to me. And now I am careful that uh, everyone can relate because we all have the same emotions, right? We go through the same things in life almost. And so if you find a way to express your very personal story, but in a more general way, so people, people can relate, it's, gener it's like details in, this, in the songwriting, right? It's just details. Uh, just make sure everyone can relate. Exactly. Or else you're doing storytelling. It's a bit different, but uh, you know, but if you're about, if it's about mm -hmm. emotions or going through something, yeah, be careful maybe to, uh, don't put some details that would make the listener feel completely disconnected to the story. If your listeners could tell you one thing after listening to your music, what would you want that to be? Would you want that to be them relating to your music, telling you that I connect with your piece, I relate to everything you said, or would it be something <laughs> Well, I've received many messages of people telling me exactly mm -hmm. what you were just saying, like what they felt or what the... It, it did for them and what moved me the most was people telling me that this gave them some feeling of uh, acceptance and, and and happiness and like uh, hope in the future and like you know like some people tell you to that th the way they connected with your authenticity or with your emotions made them feel uh, that's true happier or Strong, like stronger or they, they become a part of this constellation you know of people you're you creating right so this community it all comes down to this community feeling I think 
it's 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 very valuable. It's very amazing. And you know that you're not alone, right? It's, it's yeah, this, for like, sure. Me too. Yeah, when people tell me I don't feel alone anymore. Exactly. When people listen to my podcast and they're like, oh, I just learned something from that episode or that guest that you brought taught me this or I learned this and I, I did not feel alone or I didn't feel like I was the only one struggling. I'm just like, oh, like that is the biggest compliment I can get. It's amazing to know that and uh, to, to know that you can actually have an impact. You... You you always underestimate the impact you have on people. I think. I mean, you know, you yeah. And sometimes you just realize months months after, you know, that this person was like uh, listening to your podcast. I don't know for like every day and and finding exactly. inspiration there, or listening to your music and finding peace there, or you know. Okay, but now actually talking about like your career and like your path in music, I am sure you've had those days where you just don't feel as motivated or you know as kind of dedicated towards creating music so like what keeps you going on those days i uh, what keeps me going is those twitch uh performances because i can't like i know people are waiting for it some some people take their day off to watch the stream you know like the <laughs> yeah it's crazy they will like arrange their days so they can be here it be it becomes like a date you know <laughs> and I can't let them down, you know, I can't let them down. So I have to be there for them at least, right? And even if I don't want to be there sometimes, when I start, I'm always so so, so glad I, I came there, you know, because uh, it's, you know, you give them a lot, but they give, they give you a lot too, right? Uh, they give you a lot of energy and love and this can totally change your mood. So when I, 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 I log in and start my live, I always feel amazing, even if I was tired. But those Twitch uh, streaming uh, streams, those Twitch streams are what keep, keep me like every week of the year, like four days a week, I'm always streaming. So whatever happens, I'm there. I like that because at the end of it, it reminds you of your greater purpose. It shows you that there's so many people out there who want to listen to my piece of music. There's so many people out there who, who are ready to like support me through it all. So why shouldn't I do it? And that's why I think it also comes about like, yeah, yeah, like totally. the support that you're getting. It becomes so valuable to your experiences, you know? Yeah, totally. And it's also like um, you... you you can't uh, build something like and and give like regularly and you know be there and be there and disappear, like so. Yeah. You have to take care of what you you're you're building, right? Like what you're creating. You can't just like let it on the shelf. You have to be there. It's like a, not like mm -hmm. a child. You, know? <laughs> it's like you have to be there. <laughs> take yeah. care of it, right? nurture it <laughs> yeah and one thing one thing i'm also starting to realize is that that difference between like discipline and motivation like in, in any area of life whether that's like academics or like your career or like whatever it is mm -hmm. you're not always going to be motivated to be like oh you know what i'm gonna get up today and i'm gonna yeah. ace it like it's not always going to be like that right and that's where like discipline comes in and you're like wait I'm still going to do it. When, when you're disciplined, you're like, I'm still going to do it despite totally. the obstacles, despite how I'm feeling. Totally. Because it gives me happiness. Plus it gives other people happiness. Like that actually support me. So yeah, exactly. You, I think you pointed out the, the, like one of the main struggle we can have probably as artists is like find a, a proper discipline, like, and be regular. 
And actually, what I would uh, advise, uh, like on my experience uh, for Spotify or, or any kind of like things you do uh, as a musician, the the most important thing is to be uh, consistent. Like it's like when it's like YouTube. Yes. Once, once you stop, it's you start from scratch, kind of, right? You can't stop. You have to be consistent, yeah. and quality has to be there also. So you have to to understand like this consistency and quality uh, all the time. Like you can never stop that. It's and if you do, then you are taking like you know it's it's bad. You should never do that. So I think as an artist you have to just have those yeah. rules. Uh, that you can't stop consistency tops it off consistency tops it off in any way and yeah sometimes like you want to take a break you can't be productive at all times sometimes you want to take a break and that's fine you can take breaks but don't just cut it off completely yeah take real breaks and uh prepare your breaks i would say like uh ahead you know like Mm -hmm. think about it uh before you take them and prepare to release some stuff maybe while you're on break uh but totally breaks are extremely important you but um yeah, and you have to you have to put rules to set rules. Else, it's yes, and you can do everything if you if you put your mind into it. Like you don't need to work like uh, crazy like till four a.m. You know, I don't know to make it. You can make it working <laughs> a lot, but like you work a lot, but normally a, lo- a big a lot, but it's okay. You know, like not till like one a.m. or something. But if you do it all the time, right? if you work, yeah, you will make it. Like for example, I like on if you want some numbers, like, and it's just work. Like I went from one listener who was probably my grandmother to uh, well, almost one million now per month, and so that is amazing. Yeah, this is, this is amazing. This is only consistency. Like it's. And you can do it without any label. It's just, it's just a, like there are just some rules that people don't really want to follow because it's, you know, they want to like think a label will do it for them. But then you give 50% mm-hmm. or 80% of what you owe, like what you receive, right? So you can do it all on your own. You just have to um, be like the label, you know? So you, you have to be consistent and all of that. And, but, but it works. And being independent is so amazing. You can stay 100% independent. But uh, if you need help, you should look for the help. Uh, always reach out. Always reach yeah. out. Like, and if you need some help to do some technical stuff, and if you're bad at promotion or I don't know, like you should get, find someone and have a team, you know? But uh, I don't, I'm not saying you should stay on your own, you know? But like... You should be careful what you sign. Uh, it doesn't mean you will succeed to sign a record deal uh, at all. One thing I realized is also that, especially when you're starting out, it can be so hard to have opportunities right there at your doorstep. So I'm just curious, like, how do you as an artist like seek opportunities? And like, how can our listeners who are listening to this episode right yeah. now start doing the same? Yeah, I think... To have opportunities, you have to be an opportunity, right? And, and this uh, is really what I keep in mind all the time. Once, when you're an opportunity for people, when when you become one opportunity, then opportunities arrive. If you can, of course, uh, be online. For example, right now we are 
all online. I mean, and lockdown with lockdown even more, even more. So you have you have to be people have to be able to find you, right? So you have to be on every, yeah. every platform that there is. You have to be there, and um, you have to know uh, for what kind of people you could be an opportunity for you know like for example don't just like reach out to people who are great because they are great you know like you want to reach out to people who are like who who think you're great also and who would be excited to work with you it's just it's, uh, it's like it's um both ways you know so for example um if you're a pianist like me Uh, it can be with microphones, like uh, someone, like uh, a brand of microphones or something for sponsorship deals, or I don't know. And like, or like the, the piano you're actually using, like some stuff that makes sense. It has to make sense. This kind of for, for sponsorship opportunities, at least. And then for everything else, I would say you, you should contact any, anyone. Like you, you don't care if it's if people tell you. Sometimes people tell you like oh, you should you can't contact this person. They will never answer. They're too high for you or something. It's not true. People usually answer. You can try Instagram, mails, uh, Facebook. Sometimes I got my sponsorship sponsorship deal with Roland via Facebook, and so you know like uh, you you have to be like kind of uh, not not blunt but like. You, you you know your worth active yeah know your worth and know know how people can use this and, and contact those people showing that and know how people like um, will judge you like they will judge you with numbers they will judge you with uh, look, the, the, the image also your image with every, all of these counts you can deny your numbers you can deny all of that so find your strength And what's valuable, right, for those people? And yeah, and yeah, try to to figure out what makes you an opportunity for them. And a big part about this is even like putting yourself yeah. out there. You know, putting yourself out there becomes so important. Like, put yourself yeah, like out there. one little comment yeah. someone gives you can make you actually like be seen. That's also why you don't have to wait till you're ready. You there is also luck, like. Someone told me recently, luck, luck is other people, you know? Uh, so it's, it's true. Like, it's someone who will remember you, someone who saw you there, yes. someone who take a bet on you, you know? Like, uh, and so you have to be... Uh, that's why people are, have to be able to find you. You have to be on Instagram, you have to be on YouTube, you have to be on, on Spotify, on some club, you have to be everywhere. Yeah. And it's a lot of work. But I think it's how it works today for artists. Exactly. And the thing is, it can be it can be very intimidating also, especially when you're starting out and like you have to be seen, especially for someone who doesn't like totally. to show their face too much or something. Totally. It can be intimidating. I, it can be very intimidating. I, I was totally intimidated by that. I was completely scared of that at the beginning, like when, two years ago or something. And I, for me, like putting myself on YouTube was like, whoa, <laughs> such a huge step, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And Instagram and all of that, you know, and working on your image, figuring out what's working, what's not, because you're not very um, objective about yourself yeah. sometimes. So that's that's when it's it becomes interesting to have some help, like at least at least someone you you can trust and ask for uh, uh, you know feedback. 
Yeah. Uh, I think feedback, like feedback are very important, but always, you know, keep your in instincts. Feedbacks are not the rules either, right? It's sometimes people will tell you don't do, don't, 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 and then you do it and it's it's like the best thing you could have done, right? So your instincts, follow your instincts and be brave. Be brave. Just put yes. yourself out there. Nothing bad. Yes. Nothing's bad can happen, right? What can happen? Like it's only great things can happen. You know, once you're there, like windows of opportunities happen everywhere. It's exponential when you do once you do something, like so many new things happen. And yes. and you can do so many new and new and new and it's never stopping, right? But if you don't do the first, if you don't take the first step, nothing can happen. And the first step is the most difficult one, but it's once you've done it, it's like you will see everything was easy, right? It was not so 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 tough. That is so important. Yeah. I love how you mentioned that because like even when I started my podcast, I'm like, oh no, I don't want to be seen. And like, how am I? Yeah. How are people going to listen to my voice every day? And like, no, what if what if they don't yeah. like the episodes I post out and all those little thoughts in your head? But once you take that first step, you're like, whoa, this is actually so interesting. And like the people I've met, the opportunities I got. It's crazy. And you're like, oh, thank God I took that one step. Thank God I was brave enough to take that totally. one step. Yeah. And never forget, you're, you're the one who will be the, the most, like, the hardest on yourself, right? Like, you're the hardest, on, being the hardest on yourself. Yeah. People usually are nicer than you are to yourself. So love yourself. <laughs> and, like, have some, you know, empathy for yourself. Like, you, you can't be the best at first, right? Even if yeah. you are, I mean amazing but like uh you can't be perfect uh you can't figure out everything like you can't produce uh, some hollywood movie when you like in your room for the first time like it's you have to yeah. produce i don't know how many stuff before that so and it's the same way with everything so I and actually i'm so surprised how like fast we progress we make progress right like we get better very fast I think when you're out of your comfort zone, you get better way faster than if you were just preparing for this thing, right? Yes. If you just go out and, and make everything, like all this, all of this, like you're out, but it's still preparation, right? You're growing, like, but, but you're out. So it's, it's not like behind the curtain and you, you, you make so much faster progress than if you were wait, waiting for, like, if you had this goal and, you know, so get out of your comfort zone and you're, you're going to get better so much faster because uh, you have to, you know, you have to. So <laughs> it's... Yes. And no, it's I not so that. difficult. Like, and then you get to meet so many people who do the same thing as you. It's also very inspiring. Uh, I think once you, you try to put yourself out there, you get to, to meet other people who do the same thing. Mm -hmm. and it's very very amazing right exactly uh, so love 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 and lastly yeah. sarah what is your best best <laughs> best piece of advice to young artists listening right now your best piece of advice if there's one thing you could say your best piece of advice <laughs> <laughs> believe in yourself uh for real believe in yourself everything is possible like it is Oh, to today you can make it as an independent original artist that is like out of the boxes. Mm -hmm. You don't have you don't to, have to fit, fit in. in. You don't have to. You don't have to fit in. You don't have to be this or that. You don't have to. You know, 
you you can be accepted just as yourself. You just have to find your audience. Uh, find your audience, and uh, this can be done with uh, the things I mentioned, like yeah. Twitch, for example, with being out there. You know, like the more you're out there, the more you can can build this constellation. But uh, believe in yourself, because there is a there is a place for every. Like everyone has its place. You know, you you're not here to be someone else. You're here to be like like the other one is all already taken. Like you, you can't be her or him, right? He, he does. He, he exists already. You should be yourself. So be yourself, and we all need that. We need people who dare to be themselves, and it always work out. Work out, you know. Like if you put the work, uh, what makes you you uh, will be this sparkle, whatever it is. Uh, put the work. Figure out your strength and believe in yourself, even if you're if you're alone or if nobody believes in you yet, because once you you believe in yourself, people will believe in you. You know, you don't have to. You should not wait for people to give you this uh, trust in the yeah. future or in yourself. It has to come from you, and uh, and then everyone everything can happen uh, and fall into place. Uh, just have to persevere and uh, always keep your north star that you you can make it and. And reach out if you need some help. Like, don't stay alone. Uh, if you need some help to like produce something, or for your yeah. image, or or psychological help, or for your spleen, or whatever, reach out. Because uh, you know, reach out. And yeah. No, that's amazing. I feel like authenticity becomes so important. Like, what you bring to the table will never be the same as what someone else brings to the table, and that's what makes you unique because you offer something different. Exactly. And this is sustainable. If you if you being true to yourself, you're. I really think that if you're true to yourself and you take decisions with both your heart, your brain, you're always on the right of path. You're always on the right path, whatever wherever it goes. You know, you don't know necessarily yeah. where you're going, right? But like, you know, you're on the right path. You know, if some if your brain and heart are are disynchronized, <laughs> you know. Like, if you want to go, he want to go there. He want to go there. It's it's something's wrong, and maybe in ten years you will figure out what was wrong, right? So, uh, if you're if you're true to yourself, you don't take bad decisions. Are not bad decisions if you were true to yourself. Like it's just you you just got to learn and grow, you know. So take don't take it too bad if you make if you think you made mistakes or lost learn time from or whatever because you did not. You just Always learn from it. Always uh, be able to identify your strength in the struggles like you had, for example. Like everything you leave uh, shows, like when you go through something, it shows about it shows a lot about yourself. Right? Yeah. Um, so be more have empathy for yourself and uh, be aware of what your qualities were during that time and what you learned. And uh, just keep on climbing the hill, right? The mountain or whatever. I love that. I love that but, um, so, 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 so much, Sarah. So, Sarah, now to like actually wrap it up, I want to ask you a few fun questions. It's just my way of saying thank you to actually come on this show today with us. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's your go-to vacation spot? Oh, well, I was going to say ice. My, uh, I, you know what? <laughs> The first thing I saw in my head 
was my ice cream uh, store. <laughs> But it's not a vacation that's store. That's valid. That's valid. No, that's valid. It's fine. It's valid. Ice cream. <laughs> okay. Who is your biggest musical influence? Oh my god. Ah, okay. I can I say two? <laughs> yeah, say two. I would say least and the Pink Floyds. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, I get that. Okay, I get that. Both together, though, you know. <laughs> okay, what is your most accurate personality trait? I okay, I think I'm very um, optimistic and like giggling a little bit. I I I, I you know yeah. I do <laughs> all the time. <laughs> giggling. Okay, are you a tea person or a coffee person? Oh, tea, definitely. I hate coffee. <laughs> Why? It's just bad. It feels like drinking what's what stay in the sink, you know? Like, I don't know. <laughs> really? So, I, I cannot live without coffee. I cannot live without coffee. I cannot survive without coffee. I, I use some coffee to survive sometimes. But, you know, I, I will do... I will... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay and what's one thing you loved about the month of march oh uh apart from being the march the the month for women uh what i do i love about, yeah. about march uh, <laughs> um well i love that the sun is coming back and uh, yes oh i know i know what i love i oh, wait 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 there is chocolate everywhere <laughs> really? Where? Because of pack, you know? Oh. Yeah. But because we have like this in France, I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but there is chocolate everywhere in March for April, right? <laughs> I want to come to France now. Like I need to do that. I need to Everywhere. Do this. Like all the stores are full of chocolate. <laughs> that is crazy. Imagine yeah. I would yeah, well, I would always everywhere. just be in those stores. I would always just be in those stores. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> crazy. Well, this was it for this episode, Sarah. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you so much for being with us on the thank show. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I had a great time. <laughs> thank you. Like, you honestly gave us so many good tips and like just about life and like the mindset you should have as an artist. And I know people listening to this episode will get so much information from this. So thank you so, 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 so much. If you want to go ahead and drop in your social media and where people can find you. Yeah, uh, I'm so it's Sarah Coponat everywhere. So I, I, do you, should I write it or no? No, no, that's fine. Write. That's fine. I'll probably say it in the show notes. Okay, so yeah, just Sarah Coponat everywhere on Spotify, Twitch and uh, Reddit. Oh, actually, no. On Reddit, I'm Quant Internship. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> That's a different There's name. A <laughs> yeah, because on Reddit, you can never change your name. Ever. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And so the thing is, I started streaming on Reddit and got big on Reddit. And so I can't, I can't like change accounts anymore. And so my account is Quant Internship. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, guys, don't worry. I'm going to link the name, the spelling and everything in the show notes. So it's easier for you guys. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> This is it, guys. Make sure to follow the Let's Talk pod on Instagram for regular updates and everything will be linked in the show notes. As always, remember to open up, share and connect. I will talk to you guys in my next episode. See ya. Yeah.